Hello and welcome to the Betches Sup Podcast. I'm Elise Morales. I'm Sammy Fishbine. And for those of you who are just tuning in, the Betches Sup Podcast is your weekly rundown of all the crazy shit that's happened in the news, explained by your two funniest friends. Which is us. Today we're talking about Rudy Giuliani making a fool of himself. Some shady texts between U.S. diplomats. And a second whistleblower. Let's get into it. Betches Media presents. I like beer. I don't know if you do. Okay. Do you like beer, Senator, or not? Uh, my party is going bat crazy. Ah! You're the pop- Alternative facts. Oh, goodness. The Betches Sup Podcast. America! Hello. Hello. For the audience, we were just talking about how we're both feeling a bit daisy today. Yeah. Is daisy hazy? Daisy? Oh, my God. <laughs> we're both feeling like little daisies daisy. today. We're feeling a little hazy. Yeah, I think I think it's the combination of, um, like, it's humid, but also overcast and, like, fall-y in New York. And I think my, like, body and brain doesn't know what to do with that. Plus the, like excessive avalanche of news that comes every second makes it very hard to process anything yeah yeah i feel like um on top of our like actual lives yeah i'm also living a real life with like friends that i need to ask them how they're doing and pay attention to their lives and a family that just moved across the country so i need to check in with them a wedding to plan indeed uh so yeah it's been tough to keep up yeah, it it's, really has. It's really so much. Like when we came in today, I was thinking about all the news that broke today. And then I realized that actually we have to talk about all the news that has broken since Thursday when we last podcasted. And I was like, oh, my God. I know. We, I know. We're going to get into these text messages. Yeah. Yeah. We're getting into everything. OK. But first, Sammy, what's been getting you through this week in Trump's America? None other than America's mayor. <laughs> disgraced America's disgraced mayor Rudy Giuliani made what amounts to a hilarious appearance on Fox News doesn't he always yeah but this one was like real crazy this is special had special crazy uncle energy Um, so he appears on Fox News's media buzz on Sunday morning to Mm -hmm. defend the president and his obvious, you know, doing the hit, playing the hits. CNN isn't covering the full story. There's evidence that Joe Biden has wrong, has done wrong in Ukraine. His mm-hmm. son, blah blah blah. They're they're corrupt. Okay, but yeah, of course he does this. Yeah, but that would really not be that interesting or newsworthy or anything to get me through the week, if not for the following. So while he's on this show. In his hand, he has like these, this packet of paper. They love that move. They yeah. love the fake packet. Yeah. <laughs> they, yeah, they do. Trump signs fake papers yeah. all the time. He always yeah. is standing next to like a blank sheet of paper and he's like, here it is. Yeah. Or it's like a weird plan, like 5,000 yeah. troops. Yeah. Covfefe. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so, okay. So he's, he's on TV and he's holding like these, this stack of paper. Mm-hmm. He claims that in this stack of paper, there's, these are affidavits that he's holding mm-hmm. that have evidence that Joe Biden has basically the, there's evidence from the former Ukrainian prosecutors that Joe Biden bribed the Ukrainian president and put pressure on him to fire the prosecutors who was looking mm-hmm. who were looking into Prisma, which is how this all yes, started which is what we also know is not true because like many world leaders were actually asking to fire this prosecutor because that prosecutor was not looking into corruption. Yeah, this is a straight, this is an example of how they like straight flip the propaganda. Yeah. This, the reason this prosecutor was fired was because he was was allowing a shadow government to run shady dealings in Ukraine. Yeah. That's why he was fired. But instead, 
Giuliani is trying to push the point that the reason he was fired is because he was looking into the corruption at Burisma, which is where Hunter Biden was on the board. Great. Okay. So, but anyone with, uh, so Giuliani's on on Fox. He's holding these papers. You can see a little bit of what's on them. Mm -hmm. And you can see because the in, because it was written in huge fucking letters that this was not an affidavit, that it was an article from a right-wing blog site named hopelesslypartisan.com. And and you can see, I don't know who the fuck is printing these out for him in this font, but you could see at the top, the URL was on the top of the documents. I don't understand how this has happened to them so many times. Like this happened to John Bolton that he like just showed everyone his piece of paper that said 5,000 troops. It's happened to Trump multiple times, like where you're like, no, that's actually a blank piece of paper. I don't understand how they don't at this point, like it's like, if you're going to lie, why don't you at least make a fake affidavit yeah. or write affidavit at the top? Yeah. Like, just, no one can see the text. Like, why would you just put a random article in a manila folder? Yeah. We have the clip. Yeah. So we're going to, yeah, yeah, we're going to play the clip. Okay. Of Julia. Uh, it shows that there was a lot more collusion in Ukraine than in Russia and that Joe Biden materially assisted in getting some of that covered up. We'll get to and that. also, by the way, got his son out and got a $5 billion crooked oligarch free who's now running around uh, Ukraine thanking Joe Biden. We'll, we'll get to that in a moment. That stinks uh, to high by, heaven. By the way, Joe Biden wasn't a candidate in 2018, but everyone knew he was likely to run. Uh, but whoa, here. Wait, 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 okay. wait, wait. That means Joe Biden then is completely immune from no, ever being investigated. No, I'm not saying that, Rudy. Yes, it is. Howie, no, two years before, he can't be investigated. But here's the Howie, thing. Here, let me get to the numbers. Let me, ask the, let me ask the question. 20 hold years on, of the Washington press corps that was we will, we will get to that, but you got to let me ask the corrupt. question. Corrupt. You say you were representing... Allegation you after s- allegation of corruption. You you say, never followed up, never you looked at. You say you were representing... James Biden. Hunter Biden. Okay, Rudy, I got going it. Back Rudy, to, I got going it. back to Rudy. the 80s and 90s. Okay, we're going to get to it, but this you got to let me ask the questions. Okay. Wow. Yeah. And that whole time he's just waving around an article from hopelesslypartisan.com? Yeah. <laughs> that is crazy. So this is why Biden's campaign says he should not be allowed on TV. I mean, you know, disgrace. I mean, disgrace. I get why they don't want him on TV, but as I've said, we get so few joys on this on this sad, sad earth of ours and Rudy Giuliani going on TV and incriminating himself and waving around weird articles is like one of the it's one of the only things that we still have left in this world. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I would be sad if he were to stop, though I understand why Joe Biden's campaign would like him to stop. Yeah, I mean, they've whatever. already started running ads with the fake uh like allegations in them which is crazy to me that you can like run a political ad that has something that like is like a full lie in it well but i mean i guess it's true but like or not it's true like i guess that happens all the time yeah i mean and here's a side point irrelevant to any stories we're covering today but facebook apparently even though they are claiming that they're in that leaked clip of Mark Zuckerberg saying, yes. you know, if we're big, we can work with the government to stop election interference. Yeah. They shadily reduced, they shadily changed their guidelines so that the the standards for accuracy in a political ad has been lowered. So, cool. So now they can only remove an ad if it's been like proven false by like a fact checker or like some sort of like 
verif- like yeah. legitimate verification. But if like let's say Trump says something and they play like a clip of him saying this lie says a lie. Yeah. Let's say he's saying the Bidens are corrupt, blah blah yeah. blah and saying a lie about it. Mm-hmm. That is not the same as like making a claim and they can play the audio of him saying this lie. That's insane i also read i can't remember actually if this is twitter or facebook but they just flat out were like yeah our standards and practices don't apply don't apply to politicians so like if you're i think a political that is f- what you're reading yeah maybe. yeah like if you're a politician then you can break our standards and practices and it's okay because like we have to keep your statements up there it's basically their way to get it because so, like every time trump tweets something bad people are like Hey, especially when he tweeted about like civil war, people tweet at Jack Dorsey of Twitter and are like, hey, when is he going to be suspended? So now they're just like, we'll never suspend him. Yeah. I wonder. I mean, I, it makes him. I get why Twitter, they can't suspend him, I guess. But OK, it also they benefit from him being there. Twitter, Twitter increased in value on the stock market when he became president. Yeah. And it sustains their value so yeah people have to stay on twitter and they have to report on twitter and tweets and all this stuff because he is conducting global business on their platform for fucking better or for worse mostly for worse but also he would lose his mind if they suspended him and he would go crazy and like the hellfire that would rain upon them would be something to say i think like he would go he would use we know that he uses the levers of government for petty shit like if twitter removed him he would go after them like we would see a massive push to regulate twitter specifically and it would all be because of that well you know i know he uses twitter but i actually think the main thing he's been using lately is these like weird press gaggles with a helicopter behind and i think that it would benefit all of us or really not all of us but the tv news media to not cover these anymore because this is his next mouthpiece after twitter is it yeah it's just him screaming over an active helicopter in every video and i'm just like why purposely does it so that you can't hear the question he's being asked but you can hear him so you can't hear what he's responding to you only hear him yeah he's saying that's actually that's actually smart for him it's always so weird i'm like why are you always getting into a helicopter i don't even think he goes anywhere i think he just gets in i don't think i think it's like yeah like like he waits until he's like okay well it's time for the helicopter to go now so everybody everybody leave and then they all leave and he like gets out the other side of the helicopter and like doesn't go anywhere Okay, Elise, yes. what is getting you through this week in Trump's America? Okay, my what's getting me through this week in Trump's America, it brings up uh, an old school Republican figure who's he's in the Trump administration, but he's he's an old fave of mine. And I feel like we don't hear about him as much anymore. Uh, we I am talking about our energy secretary, Rick Perry. Uh, who famously forgot the three agencies that he would eliminate. And it's one of the, it's this one. Oh, is, was it the Department of Energy? Yes. Well, that's, that's fun. This was one of them. I love that. Um, <laughs> and then he ran for president again and got glasses in hopes that we would like all be like, no, he's smarter now. He has glasses. Uh, I tried that in second grade. I've been trying it now. <laughs> <laughs> I do it all the time and it does work. 
so according to a report from Axios, President Trump told House Republicans that it was Rick Perry's idea to say all that shit to the Ukrainian president. He's like, you know how we were we were talking about how he like kind of threw Mike Pence under the bus and then he accidentally was like, and also Pompeo was on the call. So he's like pulled in Pompeo. Now he's like, you know what? Rick Perry also wanted me to do this. Rick Perry, welcome to your boss. Yeah, <laughs> yes, exactly. They all get one. They all get one. So apparently, according to three people who were on this call that Trump had with House Republicans, Trump said something to the effect of, not a lot of people know this, but I didn't even want to make the call. The only reason I made the call was because Rick asked me to do it. <laughs> something about an LNG plant. So it, that, that stands for a liquefied natural gas plant. And basically... So Rick Perry is actually involved in all of this, funnily enough, because in at a trip in May, Perry went uh, he went to Ukraine for Zelensky's inauguration instead of Mike Pence, because, as was revealed in the whistleblower complaint, they withheld Pence uh, as a punishment for them not giving information about Biden yet, which is very funny to be like, well, then you won't get to hang out with Mike Pence. <laughs> Sorry, party's over, Zelensky. <laughs> Mike Pence isn't going to be there. <laughs> like, like uh, okay. Like, I'm sorry. <laughs> so anyway, Rick Perry went on this trip instead of Mike Pence. And so... Honestly, he seems a little more fun. Rick Perry is definitely more... If I had to be stuck in an elevator with either Rick Perry or Mike Pence... I'd I would Rick absolutely Perry. be in the elevator with Rick Perry. Same. Number one, because Rick Perry would talk to me. Mike Pence would have to stand in the corner and be like, oh, God, I, I should never have gotten in the elevator with a woman alone. <laughs> this is <laughs> a fun game. Happen? If we had any time on this podcast to not discuss yeah, like, the news, who would you rather talk? be stuck in an elevator with? We'll play it one day, maybe yeah. when things calm down. When, they, when things calm down, we will play it with. And you guys should tweet at us or DM us your mashups. Yeah. And we'll save them for a day when there's not as much news and we'll play. Yeah, maybe we won't even say that. Maybe we'll just play it. Anyway. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. Uh, but I do. I in that mashup, I pick Rick Perry every me too. time. Me too. He seems like he would be much. People from Texas are really nice. Yeah, they are generally. <laughs> in yeah. general, I just, mean, if not Rick Perry all. Agree to not bring his gun. Yeah. Well, yes. We can't but have then, any like accidental misfires. Exactly. In this that's elevator. the thing. I'm like, we're in an elevator, dude. You got to put that away. Yeah. We like put the safety on. Exactly. I don't need it. But other than that, we're probably having a good time. So basically, Rick Perry. Uh, now Congress is trying to. Rick Perry uh, they want to know what his what happened on his trip to the Ukraine and they've also subpoenaed documents related to Perry's involvement with Ukrainian leaders and Perry in the past has advocated for US energy companies that were selling natural gas in Europe uh, and yesterday the AP published a report that Rick Perry was working to replace management at one of the, uh, Ukraine's top state gas companies and install a Republican friendly ally so apparently it's actually fine for people to be on the board of a Ukrainian gas company as long as they're fucking Republican. Yeah, exactly. It's all fine. People who are friends of the Republican Party can be on the board of a Ukrainian gas company. Ivanka can have all of her whatever. They cannot. And the only person who's not allowed to do this shit is Hunter Biden. Yes. Uh, and oh, and in 2015, uh, former Texas Governor Rick Perry. Uh, once called Trump a cancer on conservatism and a barking carnival act. So uh, maybe he should have stuck with that before getting involved with the administration because now he's been roped into an impeachment scandal. Yeah, I mean, elevator with Rick Perry in 2015 
is what I'm trying to do. Yeah, yes, that's definitely true. But I mean, again, it's just like Mike Pence. Never. 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 No, that would be so boring. I would honestly... Hmm. Okay, I wouldn't feel... I was about to say something and then I was like, but I feel like I would be more physically safe in the elevator with Rick Perry. But personality-based, assuming that I'm not going to be attacked, I would rather be in the elevator with Donald Trump. Than than Rick Perry? Than than Mike Pence. You'd rather be in with Donald Trump than Mike Pence? Because I think that he would be more interesting to talk to for the time. Well, that's what I'm saying. I'm saying if... I'm guaranteed that Donald Trump isn't going to try anything. There's no <laughs> okay. guarantee. Okay. But in this world, I'm guaranteed that Donald Trump isn't going to try anything. He's not going to touch me. There's a force field between us. It's just going to be a conversational situation. I would be in the elevator with Donald Trump because I think the conversation would at least be more. Better. It would be more interesting for me. I, I would be I, like, wow. I agree with that. You could record it, get some press. Yeah. Yeah. I agree with that too. But Pence feel physically safer yeah if there was no force there's a force field in this one in this situation there is a force field protecting me then i would stay with donald trump if there was no force field then i would keep rick perry or uh, i keep saying rick perry i would keep mike pence and we would just not speak yes and i would like be on my phone exactly great okay (laughs) today's episode of the betches up podcast is brought to you by beta brand beta brand they've got dress pant yoga pants Mm -hmm. they're super comfy perfectly stretchy and they stay wrinkle free you know what i got the gingham beta brand yoga pants i go out i look professional people are like who is this businesswoman out on the streets Mm -hmm. they don't even realize that underneath it all i'm comfortable i'm wearing yoga pants gingham style i fooled them all (laughs) um yeah so it's super comfortable and you look good they have boot cut straight leg skinny cropped premium denim six button and wide leg they have all different colors patterns cuts and styles including a pair with eight pockets eight pockets eight pockets when some women's clothes don't even come with any pockets it fuck the patriarchy you know what i mean <laughs> they these pants have eight pockets yeah. it's crazy everyone should literally get beta brand pants so just go to betabrand.com slash sup for 20 percent off that's b-e-t-a-b-r-a-n-d.com slash sup and you get 20 percent off at betabrand.com slash sup get comfy so even though it's funny that, that Trump whips Rick Perry out of fucking nowhere to put all this on, because if because the, our main story, one of the biggest stories, yes. um, for this week is are the texts that came out between Giuliani or between several diplomats yes. regarding investigating the Bidens. Yes. And in these texts, which we're about to talk about, it is so clear that these were being that this conversation was being had. To the benefit of the president. Yes. Considering that one of the texts is literally Trump really wants the deliverable. Yes. The deliverable being being dirt on the Bidens and also dirt yes. on how Ukraine helped the Democrats in the 2016 election. I love referring it to it to it as the deliverable. Me too. Like that is Same. truly so funny. Yeah, I agree. So <laughs> the crime is the deliverable. Yeah. So last time we were on this podcast, Trump had literally mid podcast, mid recording, oh, just openly asked China to investigate the Bidens, yep. which was the exact offense that is currently behind this impeachment inquiry. And I love that the Chinese, like the Chinese ambassador was like, yeah, we don't want to do that. And we, they were like, we trust the American people to settle their own problems. And I was like, that's low key a burn on us. Like that was obviously, that was obviously shade. Yeah, it really was. <laughs> but he was like, they, they were like, we don't even need yeah. to. Yeah. 
We're China and we don't even need to. They don't. No. They have way more control. They than have we do. they can do what they they can get their means by many uh, their ends by many other means. They don't need to like play this Hunter Biden game. It's true. So, okay. So on Thursday, Kurt Volker, who was the former US special envoy to, to Ukraine, was testifying testified to Congress for nine and a half hours. He's the one who resigned after the whistleblower camp, uh, complaint came out. So after his testimony on Thursday night, congressional investigators I saw this on Adam Schiff's Twitter. Mm -hmm. That's a fancy way of saying that. Released (laughs) damning texts between Trump officials coordinating with Ukrainian officials to make sure the Ukrainian president did what he needed, which was get dirt on the Bidens and find dirt that would support this conspiracy theory that the Ukrainians were working with the Democrats in 2016. False. Okay. So here is the cast of characters in the text. Kurt Volker, the guy who was testifying, he was a former special envoy to Ukraine. And a special envoy is just kind of like a guy that yeah. like helps Ukraine and U.S. relations. I know. I feel like it's it's so funny because I'm always like, I feel like I don't know exactly what different. They're like, this isn't a diplomat, but this is an ambassador. This guy's a special yeah. envoy. So I think that those that the diplomats and the envoys are like supporting characters mm-hmm. to the, the ambassador. ambassador got it the ambassador's like the guy he's like yes. the head but okay so because trump doesn't like care about filling out his state department there actually is no ukrainian ambassador amazing so special envoy yeah special envoy is one of the guys and then the top diplomat who isn't the ambassador is this guy bill taylor who's yes. also on the text so he's running the, U- the u.s embassy yes. in ukraine so bill taylor comes off well great, in the text great. yeah bill, bill taylor national hero yeah in the making okay then there's also on the U.S. side is this guy Gordon Sondland, who is a Trump mega donor with zero foreign policy experience, who's Trump's ambassador to the EU, which seems. Okay. Yeah, that's how he got that role. But it makes no sense that he's even involved in the Ukraine in Ukraine because Ukraine is not in the EU. Trump so, does not know that. Yeah, Trump doesn't, <laughs> Trump does no not way. know he, that. He definitely thinks they are. So Sondland was appointed because he gave one million to Trump's inauguration. And yeah, that's basically his his job so he's yeah. part so he's involved in this he's just one of the main just one of the pawns let's be honest yeah. these guys are pawns and okay. he's very happy to be doing president trump's bidding At throughout point, the text it seems it like seems. he got a nice aloft in kiev and he's yeah. good now yeah okay even though he previously had been distancing himself from trump's campaign it seems that he has gone back on that okay um and then the last person of the four involved in these texts is on the ukrainian side his name's andre yermak he's the top aide to the new Ukrainian president Vladimir Zelensky who was elected th- earlier this year yes. in 2019. In May Rick Perry was there as we know. Yes exactly. <laughs> so the texts basically show that Volker was trying to get Yermak aka Zelensky's like the guy whispering in Zelensky's mm-hmm. ear to write a statement and say publicly that he will get to the bottom of corruption in Ukraine and what happened in 2016. That means that he, they want him to fabricate information that yes. says that Ukraine helped the Democrats and that the Bidens are doing something sketchy or earning money. I don't know yeah. exactly. So that was that's basically want what they want the the Ukrainian president to come and give this press conference stating this openly. And he, they, they're not OK with just like a vague statement. They need it to specifically be about Burisma because that's the mm-hmm. company tied to the Bidens. And they need it. They need to specifically re- reference the 2016 election. And that's really all that these three that these that Sondland and Volcker are trying to get out of Zelensky. Yeah. So they're trying to create a James Comey moment where he comes out and makes these statement about Hillary Clinton and like fucks up the whole election. Yeah. And the text reference 
basically meetings between Giuliani and Yermak Mm -hmm. where they're all trying to like force this to happen, kind of get the same thing out of it. Um, But then you see in the middle that this guy, Bill Taylor, who seems to be like this legit diplomat who understands that this is about serving the national interest rather than Trump's interest. Yes. You can, you see him sort of trying to cat, to get, to get the Sondland to admit that this is a quid pro quo. Yeah, you can like, and 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 good effort on him. Yeah. Like you he, can see in the text yeah. that he's trying yeah. to get. There are two instances where this happens. On September first, Bill Taylor texts the text saying, "Are we now saying that security assistance and White House meeting are conditioned on investigation?" Gordon Sondland replies Call forty me. minutes later. <laughs> Call me. Call me. Right. So he's not like, no, 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 that's not true. He's saying, call me. We'll talk on the phone. Anytime I, if I ask someone a question and they respond, call me, I'm like, fuck. <laughs> oh, yeah. no. That's like the worst text and to I get. And I have to call immediately because like, I got oh, to get God. it over with. Yeah. Um, then in the next, then in a conversation about a week later on September 9th, Bill Taylor you can see he's trying to get Sondland on the record that this is a quid pro quo when he says, as I said on the phone, I think it's crazy to withhold security security assistance for help with the political campaign. And we know that this whole time, the US was withholding this military aid package to Ukraine mm-hmm. to protect them from Russia. Mm-hmm. So this all benefits Putin. Yes. And Sondland replies, six, four hours later. So Bill Taylor sends this, the sends this text at 1247 in the morning on the 9th. Sondland replies at 519 in the morning and I don't think he was sleeping. Nope. He replies, Bill, I believe you are incorrect about President Trump's intentions. The president has been crystal clear. No quid pro quos of any kind. The president is trying to evaluate whether Ukraine is truly going to adopt the transparency and reforms that President Zelensky promised during his campaign. I suggest we stop the back and forth by text. If you still have concerns, I recommend you give Lisa Kenna or S a call to discuss them directly. Thanks. Lisa Kenna is Secretary Pompeo's assistant or secretary. Oh, I mean, Sondland was not Pompeo. Sondland was not going to get put like pegged by Bill Taylor here. He was like, no, I'm not putting this in writing. Sorry. Sondland is like the guy. His response here is like when you are talking shit about someone. Yes. And the person like walks by and one sees them first and is like starts complimenting the person you were just shitting on. Yeah. Exactly. In like a very egregious way. Exactly. It's like you can tell that this last it's so funny because like I saw some things that are like wow that last text is going to be a problem for Democrats and I'm like no it's not. It's extremely obvious what is going on here. Bill Taylor is concerned. He's trying to get Sondland to admit to what has almost or been explicitly stated on the telephone. And Sondland's like, I'm not going to text this. Yeah. And he writes this like obvious PR statement to end the conversation. Yeah, pretty much. I bet you he consulted that with some sort of lawyer. Right, exactly. Like, in the hours that it took for him to respond. It is funny that these are all such late-night texts, too. Well, yeah, I mean, it's unclear if they're, like, New York. Like, they're also, also, also seem to yeah, have different time be. zones. They are be all honest. traveling all yeah. around. Um, yeah, so it's unclear. Um, so we'll be hearing more about this. We have a few more stories. I know. In this, all pertaining to this, but... The but Gordon Sondland will be um, testifying today, and Maria Yovanovitch, who was the former ambassador to Ukraine, who they removed, which is referenced in the call between Trump and Zelensky mm-hmm. 
the call transcript from like a week ago. Oh yeah, he like calls her yeah. bad. He's like very bad. Didn't Woman. like her. Yeah, so yeah. she's testifying on Friday. She's a career diplomat. I imagine that will not go well for Trumpy. Okay, should we move on to the next impeachment related story? Because there's a million every second. Yes. Uh, okay, so uh, the Wall Street Journal reported on Friday that TBT, Gordon Sondland, who we yeah. just learned all about, the former ambassador to the EU, told Senator Ron Johnson of Wisconsin, say that five times fast, uh, that the administration was demanding Ukraine investigate, quote unquote, what happened in 2016, and that if President Trump had uh, confidence in the investigation, he would release the military spending. So again... The quid pro quo that Gordon Sondland is trying so hard not to admit is going on. He's telling other people, this GOP senator, that it's going on. Johnson told the Wall Street Journal that he winced at that suggestion. He said, uh, quote unquote, my reaction was, oh, God, I don't want to see those two things combined. But then in typical uh, Republican fashion, uh, he went on Chuck Todd. Uh, so he went on Meet the Press with Chuck Todd on Sunday and Johnson refused to say what he was concerned about or why he was concerned about Trump. Uh, but he did bring up a completely unrelated conspiracy theory about a former FBI official and complained that the president had been sabotaged from day one by the Russian investigation. And uh, Chuck P Todd is kind of not having it. So we actually pulled up a clip of that. And here it is. That is why Trump is so upset. Uh, he had this false narrative that resulted in him being set up by James Comey in, on January 16th. Then he has a Senator. special counsel appointed that has hampered his entire investigation, his entire, his, entire, his entire administration. And now, once he's been, that was proven false, yeah. he would like to know, and I would like to know, and I know his supporters would like to know, where did this all come from? Who planted that false story? Senator. Who leaked? You know, I, I, have a, I have my third letter into the Inspector General of the right, Intelligence Senator. Committee asking to just confirm, just confirm, are you investigating those leaks that Peter Strzok talked about in that All right, text? Senator, I have no idea so again, why. No, no that's, that's why, a setup. Why, it is entirely relevant Fox, to this point. Why a Fox News conspiracy propaganda stuff is popping up on here, it I is, have no it idea. Is not, that is, I have no that is, idea that why is we're exact, going here. That is, that is, Senator, because I'm this asking is underlying about, exactly I'm why ask, President Trump is upset and why his supporters are upset right, at the news media. Oh, okay, no, this is not about the media. Senator Johnson, Senator Johnson, please. Go Can ahead. we please answer the question that I asked you instead of trying to make Donald Trump feel better here that you're not criticizing him? I'm just trying to ask you a simple question of, of what, made you, what made you wince. That is Oops. Wow. Here's what I don't get. This story was about him being concerned about Trump's malfeasance. And now he's like on Chuck Todd celebrating spineless sunday yeah because he can't like back up his prior like what what is so hard about just being the first senator or, he or be the republican first. or being one of the one of the early ones who's like you know what fuck this guy i am not going down on this titanic for this asshole well like, yeah why, like how hard is it why can't you just not be reelected like you'll be able to find a job also the other thing is like he doesn't even i mean first of all romney and ben sass took that bullet of being the first two i mean but, but they always like, do that but that's their whole they thing they don't count as much because that's, they're also and they're gonna vote with him anyway but it's like that's their whole thing but it's like 
he could just say like, oh yeah, I just don't think that military spending and uh, political political stuff should be combined. And that would be like a pretty neutral statement. And then he could go back to pretending that that's not what Trump was asking for. Well, they're terrified of what's going to come out more. I think that what's clear is like, I think that like, I feel like a lot of Republicans have been really quiet and they don't know what to do because they are afraid of what more is going to come out. And they like, don't want to go on the record talking about certain things or certain aspects or making any definitive statement about what is and is not acceptable behavior because they're not sure if in a week it's going to come out that the thing that they were like well if it was this it would be impeachable but it's not they're not they don't know that in a week that thing isn't going to come out you know here's what i don't get is that why don't they just like follow the the obvious and their instincts to be like this is this is what I don't understand. Like, don't people sense patterns of like, if someone would do this, then they will probably continue to do that. Like, if you look at Trump's life, I think that really informs where we're going. The only difference is that it's not a casino that his dad can bail him out of. It is... The U.S. entire the the foreign policy of the most powerful country in the world that you're fucking up. I mean, it's crazy, but I just feel like I feel like the Republican Party at this point is completely motivated by having the presidency and fear. But like even still, like they know that if they were to turn on Trump, they're losing the presidency for the next four potentially more years because they will lose. And if he's impeached and Mike Pence becomes the president, a Democrat wins in 2020. I feel I don't think that I think that they it would be crazy if they like. If, like Mike Pence isn't going to do it. I don't think anybody. Well, gives they two could shits. run someone else. Like they could run someone like Nikki Haley. Yeah, they could. Someone like they could, but I feel terrible. like they. I feel like they see that like it would mean a huge regrouping of their party. I feel like for at least one election cycle, if not more. And I don't think they're willing to give it up. Like I think they don't want to I admit. Get it. Like you're rich already. Like you're yeah. fine. You're like, gonna stay like, rich. Like, shouldn't you be, like, insulated by, like, the money you already have? Like, unless they have some sort of really embarrassing thing on you, which, like, honestly, I wouldn't be that surprised if they did. Yeah. I just don't get why it's so hard. I don't know. Whatever. It's but hard to I be think it's, like, a power shoes. thing. Yeah. Right. Today's episode of the Betches Sup podcast is brought to you by Zola. Zola is the wedding company that will do anything for love, and they're reinventing the wedding planning and registry experience to make the happiest moment in a couple's life even happier. From engagement to wedding to decorating your first home, Zola is there, combining compassionate customer service with modern tools and technology, all in the service of love. Zola takes the stress out of wedding planning with free wedding websites, the easiest wedding registry, and affordable invite suites. I love wedding registries because I hate having to think about what people deserve as their present. Well, I can say, because I am engaged, if I haven't posted about it enough on social media, I am <laughs> engaged. Uh, and the first thing that I did was go on Zola because you can start your wedding website for free. It's so easy and takes just minutes to set up. It's completely customizable. They've got hundreds of different really pretty designs. You can change it up, see how your website's going to look. You don't have to like commit to anything. Like mm-hmm. we have one design now, but the website's not live. So who knows? It could change at any time. But your Zola registry is also on your wedding website so guests can get your info and buy gifts for you in one convenient place they even have an faq section so like you don't have to ask the awkward question like can i bring my kid never bring your kid to a wedding no 
I'm doing no kids. I mean, I guess some weddings have kids, but I'm doing a no kids wedding. And my Zola website is going to tell everybody that. I'm not going to have to call any of my aunts, say anything awkward, be like, hey, don't bring your kids. They're going to know because they went on my Zola website, which I created for free. You can even register for honeymoon funds and gift cards along mm-hmm. with physical gifts. That's awesome. Yeah. I always donate to the honey fund mm-hmm. when I'm going on my, fr- on my friend's registries. So... That's my favorite. Mm-hmm. Build your free wedding website on Zola and get $50 towards your registry. Go to Zola.com slash sup and get started today. That's Z-O-L-A dot com slash sup to get started today. Yay. All uh, right. A second whistleblower has come forward. Yes. Um, the lawyers for the first whistleblower confirmed they're now representing multiple whistleblowers, but it seems that there's only two that have made the formal process. The new person allegedly works in the intelligence community and has firsthand knowledge that supports the claim made by the first whistleblower, and they have spoken to the inspector, the intelligence community's inspector general. This is important because in the first for the first whistleblower, Lindsey Graham at all, we're all yeah. like, it's only secondhand information. It's hearsay. It's yeah. hearsay. Okay, well, that argument's gone because this person seems to yes. have experienced yes. whatever is in the It was also complaint. gone when Trump released a transcript of the call that matched up with what the whistleblower said, but okay. Yeah, but yeah. they're trying to yeah. play the game like it didn't say, I will not give you military aid. Yeah. They're, you know. The explicit quid pro quo thing that we've Even been talking about. Even though that's about. not required. No. To be the president, according to Lindsey Graham's own words in 1998. Yeah. So, okay. <sighs> um, the, the whistleblower has not yet filed a formal complaint, and it's unknown if they will, but they're going there. But the fact that they went through this inspector general provides them with whistleblower protections. Mm-hmm. And we'll just have to see, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. What they're going to come forward with. What I will say is I, I just listened to a... Um, an episode of The Daily that was about like prosecute. It was about like the Me Too movement and uh, like how Brett Kavanaugh's confirmation was kind of like a reaction to the Me Too movement. And my immediate reaction to this was I got scared because in that they talked about how after when Christine Blasey Ford came forward, then there was like that period of time where we got the Deborah Marie- Ramirez allegation, which just came up again. And then we got um, like a weird Michael Avenatti allegation that was like not real right (laughs) and how like instead of strengthening her claim the other two helped to strengthen the republicans claim that this was like a conspiracy by democrats to not get him elected i don't necessarily think this is the case of that but it like immediately brought that forward that i'm like if this whistleblower is not 100 percent legit and like or if it's like anything hasty or whatever it can like but but can i be honest like mm -hmm. the deborah ramirez thing after investigation was real was real so no, like I, just, I think the avenatti one is the one that fucked every, a lot of things over and if they hadn't come out to get because they came out in the same week even though they weren't tied together and i think if they hadn't come out together the deborah Maria, ramirez one would have looked more as credible as it actually was i see the point but i don't really blame this on the people who come forward i blame this on the Rep- the fact that the republicans are just better at pr yes well they just i don't are they're more ruthless than they're more willing to lie i'm definitely not saying that i don't think that people like i want anyone who has information to come forward it just made me scared that like oh shit that is like it's like an unknown element that can make things backfire not that i think people shouldn't come forward it's just that it like scared me because i was like oh my god what if they come forward and then there's something yeah with them and then they're able to like 
it feel it all feels so fragile i guess that it like scares me i'm like things have been going so well so far like i get that the case is amping too. up and i'm just like i get so scared about any new piece of information that it's going to be the thing that they are used to like pull the rug out from under it I get that, and I think that that is just a function of the fact that Democrats suck at their own PR. Yeah. And not really anything to do with the substance. I know. I get so scared about messaging and how everything's going to go. I mean, I think things have been great so far. I think that Nancy Pelosi and Adam Schiff's press conferences so far have been really good and stuff, and like everything seems really disciplined, and the Republicans seem like the ones who are kind of scrambling these days they couldn't but I'm book like, anyone for the sunday shows except for like from the white house yeah no one would go yeah so i'm just like like i'm cautiously optimistic about things me too okay um last story comes from this morning driven yes. by none other than the president's twitter pretty yep. much um so the white house has decided that they are going to step aside in northern syria leaving our allies the kurds basically you know yeah just leaving them Mm -hmm. um to deal with whatever so that turkey can then step in and probably harm them yeah they're like turkey's planning a military offensive in northern syria which is where okay yeah isis used to be in northern syria the kurds helped us fight them off the u.s has been fighting there for a while but trump has kind of been wanting to withdraw from that the yes. whole time he also keeps being like isis is done uh, isis yeah. is over we've yeah. ki- we've finished isis and it's like what are you talking everyone's like why do you keep saying that like- yeah okay so basically here's here's the piece that may be a bit confusing turkey and the kurds are not friends mm-hmm. turkey's run by a guy named president erdogan Friends with Lindsay Lohan. Friends with Lindsay Lohan. Also recently on the phone with Trump. And we know what happens when Trump gets on the phone with Mm -hmm. a sketchy foreign leader. Mm -hmm. So basically, the United States general military policy is that we're not leaving Syria because we need to support the Kurds. If not, the Kurds are like longstanding U.S. allies. They were in Iraq. They're the minority in Iraq. So we like them. Or we have in the past. We have in the past. Yeah. So Turkey has long considered the U.S.-backed Kurdish militia as a terrorist group, and they want to get rid of it. So Trump gets off the phone with Erdogan, and then he announces that we're with, they're removing 1,000 troops and inviting Turkey to move into that area, which will likely result in the Tur- Turkish forces partially destroying the Kurdish forces mm-hmm. or in some way weakening Pushing them. Pushing them out. Yeah, weakening them in some way. And this was against the advice of the Pentagon and the State Department, which were both completely blindsided by his announcement because they think that there should always be a small number of troops there to continue operations against ISIS. Who can come back because they're an ideology, not like a limited number of people. It's not like you can kill an ideology. It's like how Nazis are back. Exactly. (laughs) They They just had to be embarrassed for a little. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Yeah, they'll come back happily. Um, So Republicans and foreign policy experts have widely condemned this, including Lindsey Graham. I don't know why he got balls here. He says it would be a stain on America's honor and unnerving to its core. And added that this would ensure an ISIS comeback, force the Kurds to align with Assad and Iran, and destroy our relationship with Turkey. Kevin McCarthy also called this a terrible, unwise decision. Wow. Kevin McCarthy usually will never say anything bad about Trump. I don't know. Maybe they're, like, getting us... Okay, so... Also... Yeah, so Trump, in response to this, had 
I think this is potentially one of his most insane yes. tweets. Like, because it's not like a fun insane one. It's no, like, it's like it's not like little with an apostrophe. Mm. It's like a really crazy one. It's 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 okay. Okay, can I Go. take this yeah, one? Yeah, you can take right. it. <laughs> As I've stated strongly before, and just to reiterate, if Turkey does nothing, it does anything that I, in my great and unmatched wisdom, consider to be un- un- off limits, I will totally destroy and obliterate the economy of Turkey. I've done before. They- <laughs> They must, with Europe and others, watch over the captured ISIS fighters and families. The U.S. has done far more than anyone could ever have expected, including the capture of 100% of the ISIS caliphate. It is now time It is time now for others in the region, some of great wealth, to protect their own te- territory. In all caps. The USA is great! Um... Yeah, I mean, that is one of the craziest things he's treated. <laughs> what yeah. does he mean by actually, I've done actually- before? Has he meaning, destroyed the economy of Turkey before? Meaning like he, I think he's implying that he knows how to make the markets move up and down because yeah. I read this in an article by jo- George Conway about how like literally the whole article is about how Trump is unfit because he is a malignant narcissist. Mm-hmm. And one of the things he mentions is that at Chase, they created, Chase Bank, they mm-hmm. created something called the Volfefe in- Index, which factors in the volatility in the markets mm-hmm. based on Trump's tweets. <gasps> Like that's now how they're predicting. That's crazy. Modeling financial markets off of like accounting for his tweets. I thought he was trying to say like, I thought I I honestly thought what he was referring to is how he like destroyed Atlantic City. He's like, I know how to wreck a whole the city. I can wreck a country. Let me get my hands oh my on God. your spot and I will destroy it. So I, I maybe I have no idea. That I was literally what came to mind. I was like, oh, he's threatening to Atlantic City, Turkey. <laughs> like, you know, I think that is what's true, but I yeah, don't feel like that's, that's what, what he, he means. means. Yeah. yeah. Can you believe he said in my great and unmatched wisdom? That is some dear leadership. Yes. Again. I feel like and he threatened to obliterate the economy of another country. Like this is insane. This is a quid pro quo. This is yeah. It, I mean, it is in some ways. It, no, uh, it, it is. Like it is. If, yeah, because he's like if, Turkey. This is the this is like textbook. If Turkey does anything that I, in my great and unmatched wisdom, consider off limits, it means like if you don't yeah. do anything, everything I say, I will destroy your economy. That's what he just said. In my great and unmatched wisdom is something. I mean, I think that he's trying to be cheeky. No, a little bit. No, no, no. I think he. So I think it's sort of like when he was like calling himself the chosen one. Like I think he does think of himself this way, but he also does it to be like a little. I see like what a you're troll. saying. I see what like you're he's saying. Like he's like, like he knows that it'll piss like, people off if he says it like that. Maybe you might be right. I dated a guy in college who was like this. <laughs> Honestly, so did I. I and I'm like, but I don't think he was like this. <laughs> maybe yeah the one that i dated in college is sort of i think it was very much like this and i think i think he's trying to be i think he's trying to i I think that line he's trying to be like a snoot like okay i see what you mean but like it's still crazy oh it's crazy it there it's like that's going the president he shouldn't be doing any of this i would love to see the person who like writes a book about all of trump's tweets like a historical record interspersing like the tweets with like the reality of what was happening that yes. would be a great book i mean yeah it's kind of like the annotated sort of twitter yeah trump's annotated, annotated tri- twitter book honestly do you think that would sell like i'll yes. do it yeah make it a coffee table book do you think it would sell 
Probably. Okay. But I mean, I feel like after. I feel like after, it would sell after. after. No, I know. Because not now. now it's like, it's mid. Well, number we don't one, know what happens. Yeah, number one, we don't have all the tweets now. Not yet. It's like, you're going to have to buy volume two or something. No, no, no. This is an after. This yeah. is the second phase of my life. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is once it's all done and President Warren or Sanders or Harris or Buttigieg or whoever is in office. Yeah. Notice I didn't say bye. <laughs> I noticed. <laughs> I'm actually leaving someone out. Uh, uh, what, like what leaving she mean? someone off your aim profile. Yeah, like, 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 what does she mean? <laughs> He's not in my top eight is what I mean. Yeah. Of candidates. Okay, let's <laughs> let's do one more thing. Okay, let's do one more thing because this it, it's been crazy. This is an exciting one. Yeah. A federal judge rejected President Trump's argument that sitting presidents are immune from criminal investigation and allowed the Manhattan DA to move forward with subpoenaing eight years of Trump's personal and corporate tax returns. So, I mean, the Trump campaign or Trump's lawyers immediately appealed that. So we're not getting them immediately. And the the courts agreed to temporarily block the order. If the day I see those tax returns, like, okay, there's a few things I'm hoping to get yeah. this administration. The tax returns. Yeah. The P tape. The WhatsApps between Jared and whoever the fuck. I want the, the WhatsApps. Yeah, I want the WhatsApps. I mean, we got some text, so we the could get have, them. Every time there's been a drop of text, it's been very juicy. It's I'm going to say, I think on the issue of Trump's tax returns, I do want them to be released, but it's not... It's not, the issue that incense, it's not the issue that incenses me anymore. I feel that yeah. so much is happening that I I don't have room in my heart for Trump's tax returns to well, be I one just, of my things. It's like it's how I feel about Lana Del Rey. Yeah. I understand that I should be interested. <laughs> Based on all my other interests, I should be pursuing this avenue. I get what you mean. But I get what I'm you mean. not. <laughs> I get what you mean. Tax tax returns are boring inherently, yeah. but like I, I just want them, want to, them to say zero, like that he's poor. I, he's, I, I would love thing. that. Trump does not have legitimate money. Like if he paid back all the people who he owes money to, if yeah. he had operated, you know, fair and square within the lines of any sort of laws or like ethics ever in his life, I believe he would have zero money. Yeah. But because he started with a large bank, Bank of Daddy, mm-hmm. um, and he started with that and then he just continued to get money via criminal means yes. or unethical means, but probably criminal, yeah. probably both. That is what has given him his shady money. So, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I want to see them because he wants to hide them so badly. Yeah, like what? So why I'm does like, he why? want them? Also, like, if he's so rich, like why does he want them hidden? Yeah, but I can't like it's not one of the issues that I can like get all like get all, all yeah, up same. and at. I'm just like maybe one day we'll get these tax returns. But I feel like every day they're like a judge says he had to give over the tax returns, yeah. but then they file an appeal and also, like more exciting. Who paid off Brett Kavanaugh's mortgage and credit card debts yeah. that he used to buy Nationals tickets? I want Brett That's what Kavanaugh's I want tax returns. I want That's that whose tax returns I want. Yeah. Ugh. Ugh. Yeah. Uh, speaking right. of, the Supreme Court started its term today. So Great. keep an eye Amazing. on that, guys. Terrifying. I wonder how RBG is doing. I send her energy Elf. every day. <laughs> and I know. And I hope, I mean, she, I hope she's thriving. Me too. And I hope that Brett Kavanaugh slept through his alarm or whatever. <laughs> I'm sure he did. <laughs> I'm sure he's, he's like, over. I'm like, oh, uh. All right, guys. 
um, rate, review, and subscribe, please. We yes. saw all your reviews recently, and they were so great. It made us feel you. so happy. Thank you. Please we appreciate keep it. Keep reviewing. Um, sign up for the Betches Sub email at betches.co/sub. Sign up mm-hmm. if you refer your friends. Go, go and if you want to refer your friends to get some free prizes that we'll send you. Yep. Stickers, pop sockets, notebooks, etc. Go to referral.betches.com, register, and then use that unique link that they give you to send it to your friends. It'll automatically register you as having referred someone, and then we'll send you shit. Yep. So it's great shit. Please do it. Um, and we're also on Spotify. Yeah. So, so you can listen to us anywhere. Those are all the fun things. All right, guys, until the end of democracy, I'm Elise Morales. I'm Sammy Fishbine. And this is the Betches Sup Podcast. Goodbye. Betches.